zoom, 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 Welcome to Why a Book, a podcast where we dive into the questionable YA novels of the 2000s in the 2010s. I'm Renee. I'm Mary. And uh, we're going all the way back to 2002 this week. Oh, 2002. 2002. Oh, my. So it was truly a different time. (laughs) So, yeah, my favorite YA author was definitely Meg Cabot. So I had to start off with a novel of hers for my first book on the podcast. My favorite work is definitely The Princess Diaries. But today I am presenting to you All-American Girl which I read a few times in my youth. I uh, don't know why on my reread. Um, but this is the description of the book, which it's important to note that I somehow ended up with a UK version. Um, Love it. So yeah, I don't know why, but it was only $3. So so this is the, uh, the description on the back. Just as a general thing, when you have saved the life of the leader of the free world, most people really want to hear about that and sadly don't want to hear a long-winded description of your dog. Sam Madison has always been totally ordinary apart from having two weird sisters of course of course but then she does something utterly out of the ordinary she stops a crazy psycho from assassinating the american president is that not like this sounds like they're just telling you the entire plot like not just like a little teaser set up this sounds like no all of this happens like in the first three chapters (laughs) (laughs) okay Now Sam's an instant world-famous celebrity. Dining at the White House sure isn't easy for someone who only eats hamburgers and lives in combat boots. They have hamburgers at the White House. Don't worry, we'll get there. In fact, there's only one compensation. David, the president's son. This is A.U. Bush? So they never give the president's name. It's 2002 in America. Yeah, so it... It is. It must be, but we're just not even going to go there, apparently. So, yeah, this is definitely, like, my bread and butter type of book oh in my God. middle and high school, so I feel like that says a lot about not who I am now, but who I was. And it also has a great trope of, like, 2000s teen literature, which is top ten lists. <laughs> so, <laughs> so throughout the book, it's punctuated by various top ten lists. And we start off with one, which is a winner. Top ten reasons why I can't stand my sister Lucy. Lucy is Sam's older sister. And these are some highlights. I'm not going to read you okay. every top ten. But the highlights are that she has to wear her sister's hand-me-downs, including her sister's hand-me-down bras, which is weird. That's For, like, okay. so many levels, but whatever. Her sister's a cheerleader. Um, Gross. Um, but is she involved in the cheerleader modeling world at J.C. Penny? <laughs> <laughs> the cheerleaders? Mm, apparently not. Ooh. This does take place in D.C. Um, oh yeah, of course. So. <laughs> uh, her sister's boyfriend is a total hot rebel dude that Sam is totally in love with, and doesn't like. She does not deserve him because he's like so cool. And most importantly, her sister told her parents about Sam's fan art. So. <laughs> Parents from anime drawings. <laughs> so they're not anime drawings. Sam draws self-insert fan art for all the girls in her school with their favorite celebrities. So oh she has like a She menu. would make bank nowadays. Okay. She would, but here's the thing. She gives most girls drawings for free. So this is as someone who like does art as well, um, her pricing is just ludicrous. Oh, did you factor in those pre-recession? <laughs> 
So she doesn't charge her best friend because it's her best friend. Oh, she yeah. doesn't charge anyone at her school who doesn't speak English because she lived in Morocco for a year. So she knows how hard it is to live oh. in a country we don't know the language. Okay. Um, and she doesn't charge anybody who's in special ed because that's just cruel. Uh, the only people she charges... The popular kids? Her friend or her ex-friend Chris who was her best friend, and then when she moved to Morocco and she came back, Chris was like, no, I don't like you anymore. Also, she had to go to speech therapy, and she was made fun of her for that, too. I went to speech therapy. No one made fun of me. Well, Chris, who importantly sells it with a K. K. Oh, no. Um, Oh, no. So, yeah. basically, So, she charged $15 for you and a celebrity, um, and $20 if you wanted it, like, if you wanted to go, like, whitewater rafting. drawing <laughs> but if you needed a bargain justin timberlake was only ten dollars i'm just picturing i keep getting recommended haikyuu like self-insert couple art on instagram <laughs> like my whatever you That's call great. that discovery page i was picturing that that would be this girl in modern times yes absolutely yes so upon finding out that she's like a budding small business owner, her parents decide to punish her for uh, doing this, which really it's because she's failing German because she's doing this all in her German class. Um, and they make her sign up for art class, which she is just like has the biggest fucking ego about. She's like so upset. So she runs over to her sister who is I forgot about this. This horrified me for like years after. She goes to her sister who's in the bathroom separating her eyelashes with a safety pin. Uh, I, I'm i disgusted. Yeah, me too. I it really horrified mm. me. And like Sam does like talk about how it's really dangerous that she does this. But like her sister does it anyway because like how else is she supposed to separate her eyelashes? Why is she separating her eyelashes? I don't know. It's not explained. But she's like... How dare you tell mom and dad? And then her sister's like, oh, it's fine. You'll just become a famous artist like Georgia O'Keeffe. Yeah, just like her. (laughs) Yeah, and that's what Sam says. She's like, don't you know Georgia O'Keeffe is only famous for drawing vaginas? And her sister's like, no. And then Sam's like, you should ask your boyfriend because he's an artist. And she's like, we don't talk about stuff like that. And she's like, vaginas or art? Art. (laughs) She literally says that. And then she's like, if I ever had a boyfriend, we would talk about everything, including art and vaginas. What a weird thing to be like that. That's, we don't talk about that. Yeah. And also, spoilers for the sequel. There's a sequel to this book. And she would not talk about all things, including art and vaginas. Because that's like the whole <laughs> plot of the second book. <laughs> I mean, the vaginas part, it's early 2000s. I can understand why that would not be in there. But the art, what's with the art? <laughs> yeah. So... Lucy is in this like odd couple relationship, right? Where she's like this popular cheerleader girl, and then her boyfriend is this like rebel like guy who likes to paint guys who are like smoking behind. Oh my god, smoking cigars! (laughs) Let's not even go there. (laughs) Sam is so horrified by these art classes because. Like, she refers to them as her outward bound program. Like, she's a troubled teen who, like, got caught committing a crime. (laughs) Like, that's how horrible she's feeling about these art classes. She likes art, though. Yeah, well, she's like, I already know how to draw. I don't need to go to art class. Oh, boy. And Jack, Lucy's boyfriend, is very anti-art class. We'll get more into that later. Oh, anti establishment disestablishment anti-disestablishmentarianism <laughs> I don't even know that's the right word for the situation <laughs> I don't either 
<laughs> the anti-establishment. Yes, he is very anti-question, like question authority, fight the man kind of guy. Nice. And Sam herself is also like a budding, aka like wannabe rebel. She dyed all her clothes black at the beginning of the semester because she's mourning for her generation, who clearly do not care about anything except what's going to happen on Friends next week. And because fashion trends are for phonies, like her sister. Oh, oh my God. Meanwhile, I hate this girl. Yeah, she sucks. She's like a really typical, like, if this was today, she'd be a major, like, SJW performative activist. Mm-hmm. That, that is her. Yeah. She's really concerned with, like, art education funding, even though she hates art class. Um, oh, yeah. She's a really picky eater, as they said in the description. She literally only eats hamburgers, bread, specifically the bread that her neighbor, who she calls the bread lady, makes. Oh, okay. And dessert. She dislikes fruits and vegetables, all other food groups, like fish, except garlic. She likes garlic. I respect that. And she's, like, a baby about this. Like, if anyone's like, oh, like, let's get Chinese food... But don't worry, Sam, we'll get you a burger. Like, <laughs> she's 15 years old. Um, okay. How, I don't need, I don't, how, how is she going to solve anything? <laughs> Just wait and see. Um, so she also has a, a younger sister named Rebecca. She's a really sad middle child. Rebecca's 11 years old. She's a child genius. She goes to a special school for child geniuses. Mm. She calls her parents by their first names because she's like... Classic. Classic, right? Um, And she, quote, reads at a college level but has yet to catch up with her peers in emotional maturity and needs to work on her people skills. Oh, this is me. So Sam is obsessed with Gwen Stefani. I mean, it is 2002. And her her next top ten list is reasons why she wishes she were Gwen. Uh, pretty sure Gwen isn't a piggy eater. Pretty sure she's not either. <laughs> but you know, you want to guess what her number one reason why she wishes she was Gwen Stefani? Because she doesn't have sisters? No, because Gwen does, Stefani doesn't have to take art classes. Oh, I should have seen that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> does Gwen have sisters? I don't know. I've never we need like, a we need a Gwen Stefani expert. I've like deep dove on so many celebrities, but never Gwen Stefani. All I know is she's with Blake Shelton now. Oh, anyway, continue. <laughs> Let's not get on that. Yeah. So that's like some background on Sam, but it's also important to know that she's like extremely privileged. Oh, I, I've already that her, is so clear. Yeah, her mom is an environmental lawyer, and her dad is an economist at World Bank. Oh, ooh. Mm. Um, they have a housekeeper named Teresa who takes care of everything. But they won't home. buy her new bras. Apparently not. So, yeah, Teresa takes care of everything, cooks everything, drives them around. She has a dog named Manet, who used to be named Monet. yes, Manet, Monet, Vandoff. She had to change the name because apparently Monet sounds like no, and that's bad. Since this is the British version, any reference to Van Gogh has to be Van Gogh. Well, there is none, so that's fine. Damn. (laughs) She's really pretentious, like I've already said. She taught Teresa, who's from Ecuador, the phrase, you have another think coming, not another thing coming, which is a phrase, she points out. It's from To Kill a Mockingbird, all right? So uh, that's like the kind of girl we're dealing with. I don't know why, but when you said she teaches her the phrase, my mind jumped to that Tumblr post that was like, my nanny spoke Spanish growing up, and I would... tell her I want an avocado, but instead I would say I want a lawyer. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. (laughs) And she's not just obsessed with Gwen Stefani, she just only listens to ska. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and she's really insecure about her appearance. She's short. She has red hair. She's pale and whatever. She's typical 15-year-old girl. So she goes to her first art class and she's literally brought into the studio with Teresa because she doesn't trust her. <laughs> and she makes the important note that her art studio is across the street from the founding church of Scientology. Important. Really important. Um, so they go inside and there's a black crow inside the studio just flying around talking. Didn't know crows could like learn speech, but apparently they can. I googled it. So this woman, Susan Boone, has a crow named Joe, Joe the Crow. How are we getting to this White House assassination? (laughs) It's coming. Don't worry. Oh my gosh. Is the president in art class? No. That's all I'll say for now. So there's only (laughs) there's only like five other students in this art class. He's the model for figure whatever. Think you're trying. Think you're trying. <laughs> no, so um, there's five other students, um, none of whom matter except for David. Oh, my day with the president's daughter. Yes, yeah, so David is wearing a Save Ferris t-shirt, and Save Ferris is one of Sam's favorite bands. Um, but he looks kind of familiar, so it probably means that he goes to her school, which means that he hates her. Is that a real band? Yeah. I don't know any music by them, but they are. I've heard of them before this book. Oh, Interesting. All of the bands are real bands. I was about to say. Because <laughs> this guy only wears band t-shirts. Oh, classic. So, you know why people hate her at her school? Because she suggested that they donate the money that they raised selling wrapping paper to the art department. Um, which was not a proposition that won. They all went to Six Flags instead. What? Which is also important to, that they go to private school. Like, why do they need to fundraise? They don't. Exactly. So They're just, in, clearly the principal is embezzling money. Clearly. So Sam sticks to David and he compliments her black combat boots, which she decorated with daisies that she painted in whiteout and yellow highlighter in the seventh grade. So this is three years ago and they have somehow not fallen off despite being made of whiteout. Interesting. So just doesn't make any fucking sense. So the class is a still life drawing class. They have to draw some fruit. She's like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm an amazing artist. So she draws the fruit. She draws it perfectly. She has extra time. She adds a pineapple and some bananas that aren't there in the composition. They go up for the critique. So this isn't actually a class. It's just like they draw and then they get critiqued. And she's like, this is so embarrassing for everybody else in the class. Like, I just can't, like, everybody's so much worse than me. The only one who's even remotely good is David. But, like, this is going to be so embarrassing when she just praises me in front of everybody. And then Susan just fucking takes her to task and is like, you didn't draw the actual fruit that's here. Like, you drew some perfect grapes. There's no pineapple here. You didn't draw what you saw. You drew what you knew. And... Samantha is like horrified she's like but I made it perfect like what's wrong with that and Susan's like that's not how you learn how to draw things so she uh storms out of class um and goes home and who's there Jack her sister's boyfriend who she's is Jack a domestic terrorist uh (laughs) here's some information about Jack (laughs) I swear to God, if he is, 
<laughs> so um, she tells him about the art class, and he's like, you can't let the establishment win. You've got to fight the system. Fight the system, man. He is actively recruited onto the football team because he's 6'4", 200 mm-hmm. pounds, but he's convinced that sports, like the lottery, only serve to lull the proletariat into a false sense of hope that he might one day rise above his buds. You know what he sounds like? He sounds like he would be the antagonist on just one episode of Boy Meets World. (laughs) Yeah. He's also the son of a doctor, and he's also incredibly privileged as well. I'm going to just assume anyone in this book who is not some cliche the help or the poor like they, yeah. they, they if there's someone who isn't privileged they're going to be like the poor kid the st- like yes. the, that's all they're going to be known as yes literally <laughs> like he's so rich that his parents are like major contributors to their private school like he why aren't they funding the art department she literally was like he probably would have gotten expelled by now if his parents weren't such major donors and I'm oh. like how are we supposed to like this guy you're supposed to like him I don't know. At least at the beginning, she's in love with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, he thinks that art classes are bullshit and are only supposed to teach you conformity and, like, get rid of your creativity. Oh, I did I tell you that Sam is left-handed? Oh, lefties! Woo! She's not only an unfortunate middle child, she's also left-handed, which clearly gives her a big disadvantage in this world. In the art world, yeah. Well, actually... Sometimes I think actually being a lefty is going to kill me. I was oh, thinking so about this she. on the walk home yesterday. No, she does. Oh. <laughs> she, has, she has a whole... Ten, one of her top ten lists is ten, top ten reasons why I'm going to die early, and number ten is because I'm left it. I That's... Honestly, I can't complain. I think about that, too. <laughs> this first, like, little thing about her being left-handed is she's like, I think I was once a twin, because she's having this crisis about being a middle child, and she's like... In a past life or in the womb? In the womb. Oh, my God. She ate her twin. Yeah, because these are her... This is her evidence. Ten percent of pregnancies start out as twins. 10% of people are left-handed. Do the math. That's not how math works. No, it's not. I have a degree in math. Yeah, I took statistics. <laughs> That's not how that works. That's called correlation, not causation. That's called just the same number. Yeah. That's not even a correlation. No, not a correlation. <laughs> That's just two separate yeah. facts. Oh my God. So, All right, let's kill the president, huh? <laughs> yeah, so she's just like having this crisis, whatever. Thursday rolls around and she's like, I don't want to fucking go back to art class. This is bullshit. So Teresa's like, I'm going to walk you into the class again. But Sam's lucky it's raining that day. So Teresa can't find parking. Okay. Parking lot is farther away and she doesn't want to walk in the rain. So oh. she's like, I'm going to s- stop here and I'm going to watch you walk into the studio. So she does, and she waits for Teresa to drive away, then she leaves. Nice. And she goes into the cookie store next to the studio and Ooh. buys a cookie, which she makes a big deal about it being still warm, but then she puts it right into her pocket. <laughs> I love keeping warm cookies in my pocket. <laughs> because she's going to go into the record store called Static, which is right underneath this, um, the studio. Yeah. And so they don't let food in there, so she has to eat the cookie surreptitiously. And it's also important to know she spent all of her money on this cookie. How much was this cookie? It was a dollar eighty. <laughs> I don't think I, okay so she's like in the record store and she's having this crisis about like skipping out on art class because she's like oh my god my parents spent so much money it's like $500 a month 
for this article. Oh, yeah. <sighs> and then she's like, no, it's fine because my friend Catherine skips out on Sunday school. She's skipping out on God. So <laughs> I'm only skipping out on art class. And, you know, if the Lord was so forgiving, then he would understand. How does he know the Lord forgave her? She doesn't. <laughs> Whatever. She's also not religious. Mm-hmm. One of the other reasons why she thinks she's going to die young. Oh, okay. So while she's at the record store, she notices this guy who's dressed in army clothes, carrying a duffel bag, who keeps listening to Uptown Girl on repeat. She's like, this is really fucking weird, but whatever. Like, live your life. Um, is he the domestic terrorist? We'll get there. All right. <laughs> domestic terrorism. So finally, 5.30. Ro- Our Alexa's sending all of us to the NSA. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So 5.30 rolls around, and she's like... I've got to go out so I can get picked up by Teresa so she doesn't notice I'm not coming out of the studio. Yeah. She goes out there and she starts having a little pity party for herself. Why? She's just like, it's raining. She's 15. She's left-handed. She ha- she's a redhead. She doesn't have a boyfriend. She's a middle child. She's broke because she spent all her money on a cookie. Yeah, you weren't broke before when you had only a dollar and 80 cents. <laughs> no. That, bro- that, that she was money for a cookie. So um, as she's like pitting herself in the rain, the guy in the army clothes walks out and stands next to her and he starts like messing with something in his jacket. She's like, oh my God, is he a shoplifter? Because... Oh my god. The record store has a wall of shame where they post Polaroids of people who try to steal things. Oh, I love when stores do that. And she's like, this guy looks like a prime candidate for the wall of shame. Don't tell me he's like strapped with a bomb. (laughs) We'll get there. So as they're standing there, um, the president's motorcade drives up, which is like a normal thing for like living in DC. yeah. Yeah, she's like, whatever. But to her surprise, it stops right there and the president gets out and he walks into the cookie store and she's like what the fuck why is the president just buying a cookie like can he not get them delivered like if I was the president I would just get them delivered um and so she's like figuring that shit out and then as she's doing that the guy in the army clothes pulls a huge gun out of his jacket He was just, like, casually walking through the record store with a giant gun in his jacket. Yes. And I don't Listening know... to Uptown Girl. I don't know much about guns, but I think that it can't just easily be, like, it's, it's not small. If it's a giant gun and it's strapped in there, it would be pretty obvious. I don't know. She doesn't describe what kind of gun it is. Well, it's so definitely an AK-47. Whatever. This is America. So he takes it out and he points it at the, the cookie store door, right? Because he's waiting for the president to Get come Get down, Mr. President! <laughs> and she jumps on him. When the president exits, she, without thinking, jumps on this guy and knocks him like off balance. He shoots off into the sky, not at the president. He falls back, falls on her, breaks her arm. And so she starts yelling like, God, he's got a gun and then the secret service show up they take the guy away and then they're also like patting her down because like they're together so she's obviously a threat as well and when they notice she's not not armed she's like of course i'm unarmed i'm only in 10th grade and then she goes well that's kind of a stupid thing to say lots of 10th graders have guns that's true and it just made me think i was like what a perfect response to like the tell me you're an american without telling me you're an american (laughs) well this is 2002 this is a prime like post columbine yeah and so then the, the Secret Service is like, you have to come with me to answer questions about your friend. She's like, he's not my friend. I just, I've never seen him before in my life. And like, I just want to go home. My arm is broken and my life sucks. And they're like, oh my God, your arm is broken. So then they take her. Then you're the- definitely not a terrorist. <laughs> Literally, that's like what happens. Um, they bring her to the ambulance and she's like, oh, can I, can I just like go home? Because she's really concerned. Mainly, her primary concern is that her parents will find out that she skipped art class. She just 
was okay. We're not going in that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Main concern. So, yeah, she's like, can you just, like, let me go home now? And they're like, no, your arm is fucking broken. Like, we can't. No. And she's like, that's fine. Like, it feels better. Like, no. Like, you also, you still have to answer questions about what happened because you were a witness at the very least, to an assassination attempt. So um, We don't know if he was aiming to kill. It could have been the little fun, like, ha-ha, freaked you out. It's like a paintball. It's like his friend from college. He's like, gotcha. It's his brother. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, this is just a prank we pull. Um, So they take her to the hospital, and she's like, okay, like, if you can't let me go home, like, just don't tell my parents about the fact that I skipped art class. And they're like, okay. Ma'am, the president almost died. Literally no one cares. So she's at the hospital now, and she's freaking out because the news released her photo, which is a really unflattering picture from her school ID, which I have, like, a lot of questions about why they were allowed to do that, because she's only 15. They are not. Yeah, so I'm like, did her parents just, like... They wait. They were like, yeah. (laughs) Her parents aren't even there yet. And they're like, yeah, you can just take her student ID photo and release it to the public. (laughs) Anyway, because of that, everybody knows that she saved the president's life. Her parents show up and they're like really concerned, obviously, but she's really embarrassed. But now that her parents are there, the Secret Service can legally interrogate her. So Mm -hmm. they do, but she doesn't know anything. So it's all pointless. They're like, did he say anything like, oh, was this is for Margie? And she's like, who is Margie? Like, why are you being snarky to the Secret Service? Like, stop. It's really annoying. Oh, my God. Her sisters are at home with Teresa. Lucy tries to give a more flattering photo to the press who have surrounded her house because they all know where she lives somehow instantaneously Um, because she's embarrassed that Sam has an embarrassing photo. Oh, of course. On the news. Um, The next day comes, Sam wakes up and she has gifts from the U.S. Attorney General, the mayor of D.C., the Prime Minister of Canada, the Emperor of Japan, and the Dalai Lama, among others. Um, and the hospital is surrounded by people. Would the Dalai Lama send a... The Dalai Lama... Okay, they actually, they wrote notes for some of these of the Dalai Lamas. was like, you're an inspiration to us all. Like, I don't know where the fuck, like... I don't think that would happen. No! None of this would happen. And, um... <laughs> the Emperor of Japan? The Emperor of Japan! Like, I could see, like, Prime Minister of Canada. Not the... But not the Prime Minister of Japan. No, the Emperor, because the Emperor still... Oh, my God. So, yeah. Her sisters are are allowed to come this day. um, And, like, Lucy and Teresa are like, oh, my God, I was so worried for you. Like, you could have died. You almost got shot. She's still in the hospital? Yeah, they they kept her there for, like, observation, which is really probably just to... To interrogate her because you don't you, you don't need that much when you're when you break an arm you're in no now. I think it was more just like keep her safe because there's like hordes of press trying to like come after this 15 year old girl oh uh, true and potentially a whole terror cell exactly because they they don't know who this guy's working for um spoiler alert he was working alone he wanted to impress Christy Brinkley who was um uh Billy Joel's ex so that's why he was obsessed with um Uptown Girl. He was just some crazy guy. Oh, so he's not in a terror cell a, with um boyfriend? No. That's sad. But apparently he still knew that the president was going to be at that cookie store that day. Really Everybody never... knows <laughs> that the president loves these cookies. But anyway, so her older sister and Teresa are concerned for her. But then her younger sister goes, Sam's not a member of the group with the highest risk of death from gun violence, which is men ages 15 to 34. So I wasn't concerned. <laughs> she's not a man between 15 and 34 doesn't mean she can't die from a gunshot 
So the president and the first lady arrive and the president's like, oh, my God, you're so brave. Thank you so much. And she's like, I'm not brave. Brave is when you do something when you like, even though you're afraid. But like, I didn't even think about doing what I did. I fear nothing. I'm like, that's not. Anyway, but he's like, okay, so you get to come to dinner at the White House this weekend. And also, this is my son. And who walks in? David from our class. David. And he tells everybody that they're in art class together and she starts to freak out because he's obviously going to tell her parents where were the secret service in the art class there is that yes so one of the other art students is actually david's secret service agent okay (laughs) but she's still concerned that he's going to rat her out for skipping class that day why is that still her main concern she is so concerned about it like so concerned so they chat but then they leave and they're like oh by the way you have a press conference this afternoon which is fine and normal and lucy's like you this is your outfit you're gonna wear and wait she has a press conference sam has a press conference this wouldn't happen well it happened So, like Lucy dresses her up and she's like you can't wear all black on a press conference because people are going to think that you worship Satan if you wear all black I, uh, I mean that is a thing in certain places of this certain southern parts of this country um, do I think it really is that extreme in this situation do I think lots of people were wearing black at this do press I think conference? a lot of politicians wear black yes yeah like do I think secret service wears black yes Yeah, and she's fucking 15 years old. Anyway, the press conference is very embarrassing, as you might imagine. But despite that, when she goes back to school, she's like a huge celebrity. Chris wants to be her best friend again. But Sam's like, no, fuck you. My best friend is Catherine, the one who skips out on God. Um, (laughs) And Catherine is horrified that all Sam is getting is a dinner at the White House um, for saving his life. But Sam's like, no, I'm probably also going to get a medal. It's just like not going to happen yet. But she's more concerned about having to call back Susan Boone, her art teacher, who left a voicemail. Because like, what is she going to say to her? I skipped class. Is she going to tell my parents that I skipped art class? Like, She's still not over it. I can't believe she's still fixated on this. Yeah. So she calls her after school and um, she tries to quit. She's like, Susan, this really isn't working out. And Susan's like, no, if you try to quit, I'm going to call your parents and tell them that you missed class. So Sam's like, okay, fine, I'll come. And so when she hangs up, Lucy's like, oh, here's your new social calendar. She's basically become Sam's publicist at this point. Okay. Yeah. uh, Rebecca's also like talking to her. She's like, it's so cool that you know the president and that we're going to dinner. Who's Rebecca? Rebecca's her younger sister. Oh. Rebecca really wants to talk to the president about Area 51. Yes. (laughs) I'm telling you, this younger sister is me. Reading Um, at a college level already, no social skills, wants to talk to the president about Area 51. (laughs) Oh, man, this was me in fifth grade. So they go to the White House that weekend, and on their way, uh, they pass some protesters, and Sam is like, it's really cold and rainy out. Like, who wants to protest in the rain? Um, is the boyfriend there? No. Oh. I'm waiting. He's There's got to be something about this boyfriend. Oh, just wait. So they arrive. Sam's freaking out because she hates, like, all food. Yeah. Um, and she usually at dinner sneaks her food to her dog. But the president doesn't have a dog. He has a wow. cat. So, um, like, the cat Kenny. And also, like, imagine she accidentally kills the president's dog. Truly. By feeding it, like, the table scraps. Um, Or a full-ass meal. Yeah, so her mom (laughs) lectures her and her sisters is like, you guys have to fucking behave for once in your goddamn lives. Oh, no. That will not happen. (laughs) Um, When they arrive, so they're all dressed up. They arrive. David is there dressed in a real big fish shirt. (laughs) (laughs) 
And Love his, it. His mom is like, David, I told you to dress up. And he's like, I did dress up. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this kid. I hate him, but I love him. Yeah. So they sit down and obviously it's all kinds of foods that Sam hates. So she is like, how the fuck am I supposed to eat these? Has a flash of brilliance. Just hiding it in her napkin on her lap. How much food can you hide in your napkin? Well, she's so much food. Oh, my God. So much food. No, Mary. <laughs> so by the end of the Mary. meal, I what is she going to do with it? Just wait. Oh. So her napkin is full, right? It's full and it's starting to leak. Oh, God. I hate <laughs> everything about this. So she balls it up in her hand and she's like, I'm going to go to the restroom and tries to pretend like she just forgot that she was holding her napkin. No. Runs to the bathroom, flushes the food, and then... Why? Aren't there ba- trash cans in the bathroom? Apparently not. She flushed it down the toilet. What bathroom doesn't have a trash can? Well, I don't... But she doesn't measure a trash can, but thankfully there is a linen basket, so she doesn't have to flush the napkin, too. But look, that's definitely going to clog. Well, so when she leaves, who's there but David, who's like, hey, you clogging our pipes. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, Mary, this book is horrible. <laughs> well, no. he, he makes a joke because he saw her carry the napkin, so he's like, oh, no. that napkin's no. gonna clog the pipes. So you're I gonna hate- cause an explosion. I hate this. Oh my god, she's the terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, you guys, you wanna get some real food? And she's like, what? And she, he's like, I only eat burgers. Literally, so they bring... Soulmate AU, where the food you eat and only eat is what your soul meat soul meat soul meat <laughs> soul meat <laughs> that sounds like a YA like series about soulmates. I hate so it he brings her down to the kitchens after like making fun of her for being a sensitive artist type and um, he's what non uh, he's not he's an artist but he's not a sensitive oh and she's like, okay, fine, I am a sensitive artist type, but like, I don't want him to think that. <laughs> well, so okay, they go down to the kitchen. The White House chef makes them burgers. Obviously, they go to the informal living room to eat them, where David shows her a windowsill where all of the like White House kids mm-hmm. have their names carved in and he carves her name in why exactly and she's like why are you doing this and he's like oh well you say my dad and also like your last name is madison you're probably related to james madison he and did she's... fuck around <laughs> well and she's like uh no i'm pretty sure i'm not but that's fine um pretty sure you are and they she's like oh well you also have in common like Dolly Madison also saved a president and she's like what like did it, did she give James the Heimlich or something and he's like no he saved George Washington's portrait oh man. my god I was gonna say she's I was going to say is this the fucking yes. artwork oh my yep. god yep. and she's like despite living in DC her entire life she's never heard of this no she's like we don't have US history till 11th grade I'm like you live in DC you like, live in DC and like the fact that you don't have any US history. She's been on the in White elementary House tour. school. Yeah, she's been on the White House tour and like they never mentioned like oh the White House burned down. Sure, the never White House is haunted. Anyway. <laughs> so um they talk a little bit about art class too, where like Sam tells him that she thinks that Susan's trying to crush her artistic ambition, and he's like She went to one class. Listen, she has a huge fucking ego. Uh, and he's like, no, all great artists had to learn the rules before. Um, before you can break them. Literally. You have she's, to learn them. She's like, what? Like, what about Picasso? And she, he's like, yeah, Picasso was like a fucking classically trained painter. Did she and think he, he wasn't? Like, no, she was like, he just painted whatever the fuck he wanted. He invented cubism. I'm like, no. Do you think he had no training? Yeah. 
Yes, she thought he had no training. Oh my. So they go back and Lucy's like, oh, ho, ho, where did you guys go? And then her mom is like, oh my God, the president made you a teen ambassador to the UN. <laughs> it's not a real thing. They barely know this girl. <laughs> Like any, this is like when everyone was obsessed with that one guy in the town halls for the 2016 election, and then everyone regretted it when they found out about him. I don't know who you're talking about. But anyway, <laughs> she could have so much. Like, sure, Secret Service must have done a background check, but you don't just like she does one brave yeah, like, thing. Yeah, you like, don't, they don't know anything about her, but she's now a teen ambassador to the UN. So they go home and she's like, what the fuck is a teen ambassador? But meanwhile, Lucy's like, where did you guys go? Like, what were you doing, huh? Like, what were you doing? And she doesn't want to admit to her that she didn't eat the dinner. So she's but doesn't like, her sister know she wouldn't have ate it? Yeah, but she doesn't want to say that to her. So she's like, I'm not going to tell you it's a secret. And so obviously her sister assumes that they were like making out. And then Rebecca's like, I sensed a frisson between you two. And a frisson. Like, a frisson. A frisson. That is a term. Be so frisson. That plagues this novel from this point forward yes okay (laughs) and she's like what the heck is a frisson she's like it's a romantic connection get connected (laughs) at the white house frisson save the president from death get free frisson connection um so she's just like all right you guys need to shut the fuck up we're not in love because she can't tell lucy this but she's in love with jack and like she can't be in love with david too because she's in love with jack i mean that's fucked up so she talks to Catherine the next day about like the teen UN ambassador situation and they're talking about it at lunch and they usually sit with all the other unpopular kids at the edge of the lunchroom but this day they're joined by Lucy and Jack and Chris and a bunch of other popular kids who are like oh my god you're so cool now because you saved the president's life wow that changes everything about you as a person yeah Jack wants to draw on her cast from when she broke her arm and she's like no uh, no one's allowed to draw on it because I'm going to draw on it myself because it's on her right arm and she's left-handed. And then Jack is all disappointed because he wanted to draw a, quote, disaffected youth on it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Chris tells her that she's having a party that weekend and that Sam should totally come. And then Lucy's like, you should bring David because, like, you guys are dating already. And then everyone's, like, freaking the fuck out. Oh, my God. And Sam's like, why? You're dating David? Yeah, and Sam's pissed, but Chris is excited. She's like, oh, my God, a reporter's going to come to my house if you guys show up. Um, You don't think that the Secret Service would totally shut that down? Exactly. So Sam confronts Lucy, who doesn't think she did anything wrong by saying that she and David are dating. Oh, okay. And they're at their house now, and Jack is also there because he's just always around. Yep. And he's like, oh, my God, there's a new art con- competition from my window um, where kids in every country submit a painting of what they see from their windows. And Rebecca's like, what about teens who don't have windows? They can't <laughs> participate. That has the same energy. You know who she reminds me of? Emma from Degrassi. Yes, but wait. She's not talking about, like underprivileged youth. She's talking about Aliens Trapped in Area 51. Wait, was this the little sister who said <laughs> yes, that? Little... Oh, sorry. I thought the main character said this. No. No, no, no. This is the younger sister. But oh, yes. okay. Because the main character, main character has Emma. Emma energy yeah. big time. Big time. Oh my god, no. I'm loving this Area 51 side plot. <laughs> yeah, so Jack is like, oh, you should totally enter. Like, I'm gonna enter. You should enter too. And she's like, I can't enter. I'm a judge. And he's like, oh, bet. I'm gonna win now because you're a judge and my paintings are obviously amazing and like this is my ticket to new york 
so yeah that's like huge red flag number one Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Catherine calls Sam. She's like, hey, you going to that party? And Sam's like, fuck no. I hate Chris. Why do you want to go to this party? She's like, I met a boy. <gasps> Scandal. And mm-hmm. Sam is like, but what about Heath Ledger? <laughs> because Catherine's obsessed with Heath. And she's like, I think it's time to face reality. <laughs> I was just doing the mental math of when he died. <laughs> Not in 2002. Okay. Good. <laughs> Um, she's like, I, you know, he lives in Australia most of the time. Like, there's he does? <laughs> or he did? He did, apparently. According to this girl in a book. <laughs> and then she's like, maybe, like, you should come and you should bring David. And, like, Sam's like, no, I'm still in love with Jack. Or she doesn't say his name because, like, she doesn't want her sister to over here. But Catherine's like, maybe it's time for you to face reality, too. Oh. Oh. Bow, bow, bow. So then the next top 10 is reasons why Jack is secretly in love with her but hasn't realized. They're all fucking stupid, but here are two of my favorites, and which are also red flags. Um, the first is that he let her have some of his candy when they went to see the Harry Potter movie, even though he's against the commercialization of children's characters. <laughs> Was this... Okay, this is 2002, so that had to have been Sorcerer's Stone. Yes. Okay. And then the second one, which is like a huge red flag, is that Fight Club is both of their favorite books. Like, ladies, if you're the guy you like's favorite book is Fight Club, fucking run. <laughs> I'm just impressed that he's, of course, but like, that's the thing is like, of course, he's like, it's my favorite book. Like, because every guy's like, it's my favorite movie. And like, most people are like, I don't know, it's a book. So, of course, he's like, it's my favorite book. Of course, you, who doesn't well, when, know? When it's did a- this the Fight Club movie come out? I don't know. Brad Pitt looked pretty young in it. Hold on. When did the book come out? <laughs> but it's like I don't think it was as much of. A, was oh, it was a nineteen. It was ninety nine, so it would have come out by this point. Yeah, that's. A, I like don't know if it was really. I think the movie might have really brought it to the culture point it's at. Yeah. But wow. But yeah, it's his favorite. Book. Oh, that's. But she also loves well, it. Well, but it's behind like Catch Twenty Two and another book. It's actually her third favorite book. Oh. She's gonna pretend like it's both of their favorites. Hmm. I hate all these characters. I hate them Except all too. the younger sister. So She's the realest one. <laughs> so Sam goes back to the art class on Tuesday, and um, David's there. This time he's wearing a Blink-182 shirt. All the which small things. Sam is so relieved because she was concerned that his musical taste would be too restrictive. I don't even know where to start with that. What? I don't even know. That's literally what she says. I don't She's like, understand. oh, thank God he's wearing a Blink-182 shirt. His music taste isn't restrictive. What does that I mean? I don't know. I don't and, know. And like the other bands he was wearing, it's not like he was like church band. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Christian rock. Christian rock. The the Wiggles. <laughs> no, he's blip. Anyway. Blink-182. Blink-182. This was like shortly after all the small things came out, probably. probably. I don't know timelines. So this week's assignment, or this day's assignment, is that they're drawing eggs on a white. Oh, the eggs. So you talked about the scarf top that haunted oh, you. Oh my god. I yes. forgot about this, but this did haunt me for a very long time after I, I read this book. So it's an egg on a white sheet, and Sam's like, hey, I don't have a white colored pencil. And the teacher's like, I don't see any white. And she's like, uh, the egg is clearly fucking white. And she's like, no, what I see is the pink from the window and like all these colors reflecting, which is like, okay, valid. But like, what color paper are they drawing on? Because if it's white paper, it doesn't matter. You don't need a white colored pencil. But if it's toned, then you need a white colored pencil. And like, I just don't, I truly do not understand. But Sam figures it out. 
Um, because, you know, having had her breakthrough with like Picasso and how drawing what you see is actually like a good thing to do. Um, she draws a beautiful egg, which she notes is perfectly white, despite not having the white colored pencil. But I'm like, if it if it was on toned paper, you can't possibly make it white. Like you can't mix colors and make white. That's not how that works. So I'm just truly at a loss about how she achieved this drawing. Interesting. <laughs> and if it was just on white paper, why she was having a meltdown. Anyway, um, Joe LaCroix is still there and he's taken to stealing her hair because it's so bright and coppery. And today she he actually like damaged her scalp. Oh my by god! By pulling the hair out, and Susan's like, "Oh my god, I'll keep him locked up." Moving on, I'm like, like why sh-? isn't he? Yeah, I'm like, he's a fucking bird, like, whatever. And so that's on Tuesday. On Wednesday, she starts her UN duties, which is really just like sifting through mail and looking at the painting submissions. Um, she works at the press secretary's office for some reason. I don't know why, but she does. And she keeps wanting to like, she gets fan mail and stuff, and all she wants to actually read is like the pervy fan mail. <laughs> She, but she's not allowed to. She's like, I think it would be funny. I'm like, no, it'd be fucking creepy as shit. Why do you want to read that? It's like the the whole conversation of whether or not bands looked at their Tumblr tags back in the day. Because, like, you know what was the, those Tumblr tags were like. And I, there was a point where All Time Low, at least one of them, actually decided to go in. And they were just like... So this is what you guys do, huh? Oh, my God. Um, The press secretary also tells her that she's not allowed to wear black because they don't want um, the people of America to think that she's a practicing witch. This is not the... Because I know when punk first came out, there was this backlash in in, like, the sticks. If you were in like Nebraska, West Virginia, I guess DC's near these went near West Virginia. I guess they have to be concerned about every part of the US. Um, I'm guessing that this was a very conservative Republican president. Well, it was Bush. <laughs> well, un- <laughs> unclear. It was AU Bush. AU Bush. So that begs the question, if it's AU Bush, we can't really confirm what political events happened during this timeline. So we really was there a recession? Was like unclear. Really unclear. <laughs> There's a lot you could go into. There is. Anyway, she's, like, doing her bullshit tasks, but more importantly, Chris's party is approaching, and Catherine calls Sam and is like, hey, can Lucy help me get ready, because I'm taking that boy with me, and also, like, is it okay if I pretend to sleep over? And Sam's like, yeah, and then Catherine's like, oh, so, like, um, we'll go to the party together, right? Sam's like, no, I'm not going to the fucking party, like, I'm not going, and Catherine's like, no, you have to go, because, like, I'm unpopular, and people only invited me because you're going, so it would be so embarrassing if I go without you and so Sam's like why do you even care what they think but she agrees to go anyway and then when she sees David on Thursday for their art class um, he's brought her an army helmet decorated with daisies to match her boots that he also it's really important painted with white out for some reason so she can wear it and then Joe the Crow won't steal her hair anymore (laughs) that is hysterical Oh, that is a- absolutely ridiculous. Oh, my God. And she's like, hey, do you want to go to this party with me on Saturday? And he's like, sure, whatever. Um, um, I don't think he can just immediately agree to that. I think there's like a five-step clearance process. Yeah, you would think. But she's like, oh, it's fine because um, Jack or whatever his fucking Secret Service name is. Uh, he has to come so there'll be an adult at this party so it's obviously it'll be fine for her oh obviously all the other kids are gonna be so pumped to have this adult at the party yeah the secret service agent let alone (laughs) 
So um, her next top 10 list is the reasons why she asked him, which are really unimportant except for the number one, which is so she can make Jack jealous because, oh, yeah, you know, he'll see her with another boy and she regrets inviting him because everybody around her has so many opinions like lucy's obviously excited rebecca just wants to discuss like the whole frisian thing (laughs) teresa's like you can't ask a boy out you have to have them ask you out teresa and then uh, my favorite is from jack who just says the president's kid he's not a narc is he (laughs) his agent is he's being a secret service agent (laughs) um her parents are really excited though obviously because they hate jack because he's you know a bad boy. The parents know she's in love with Jack? Well, Jack is dating their other daughter. Yeah, yeah, but so why are they... That they're excited that her, their second daughter is dating... Oh, they're, they've given up on the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and David goes to the same school as Rebecca, which means that he tested in the 99th percentile. And then that for some Or reason, he's a president's child. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But whatever. Sam, upon like hearing this, is like, oh my God, he's such a geek. Like, I wish I'd gone out with someone like my parents would have hated like jack or someone who had like a single welfare mom or was a convicted felon is this girl in therapy no but she really needs to be because like i'm i'm really worried about her and the fact that she was so fixated on that missing the art class and her parents finding out seems like a sign of abuse when like a little thing you're so worried is going to trigger something horrible um yeah there's a lot going on with this girl oh my god um david shows up they her parents take a lot of photos of them with bizarrely a zoom lens like she mentions that there's a zoom lens on their camera um sam got away with wearing her own clothes you're all black thank god they get into the car and david's like okay so we're gonna go out to dinner like i have reservations at these five restaurants or we could also go to like these 20 other places he lists like 15 restaurants and then at the very end he's like or we could just get burgers she's like yes let's get burgers (laughs) so they drive off and the radio starts playing and oh my god no doubt is playing david's a no doubt fan (laughs) (laughs) so am i david so do they say what song no (laughs) no they don't Um, so they go have burgers, they're chatting. David's like, I hate my school because, like, people who love the arts are looked down upon. And Sam's like, wait, maybe he is cute. That's really, like, all that matters. They go to the, the party. Chris shows up. She's like, I'm Sam's best friend since first grade. We're BFFs. Oh, God. And Sam's like, all right, fuck you. you yeah. wanna, I'm going to go find some drinks. Um, and she passes through the kitchen. There's a keg. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's a keg in the kitchen. <laughs> and um, she finds... And she also mentions she's like, the music was not surprisingly was not ska wow. uh, don't you hate it when you go to a party and it's not I know ska? I would just leave frankly I'm out of here it's not ska out done shut the party down shut it down secret service <laughs> so she finds the drinks which are actually in the laundry room which is also where Lucy and Jack are making out <laughs> they spot her and they're like oh hey what's up so Sam and Jack start chatting and she's like oh our class is actually going really well like I drew this really cool like slab of meat the other day and he's like alright whatever fuck that have you seen my painting for the UN contest <laughs> she's like no and uh, David shows up and Sam's like wait these guys actually kind of look alike they're real tall with dark hair but like David's really geeky so like I don't like him and Sam's like oh we're in class together and Jack goes oh you mean you're in conformity class together oh and Sam's like no actually like all like the masters did you know they were they were actually classically trained 
before they started breaking the rules. Maybe maybe that's why they're masters. And Hmm. Jack is horrified. She's like, he's like, I didn't know like you would get indoctrinated, and he just like starts freaking out. He's like, what about questioning authority, thinking for yourself? Like he literally is just like freaking out. This kid also needs therapy. Yeah, Lucy's like, okay, we're leaving. (laughs) So she takes him away, and then Sam's like, no, David, like he's not an asshole. Like he just has the soul of an artist, and he's like the brains of an orangutan. <laughs> and she's like, no, he's a rebel. He paints uh, like the plights of youth today, and like they're super powerful. And David's like, do you like Jack or something? And she's like, what? No, like he, he's Lucy's boyfriend. She's like, that's not what I asked. Oh, David! And he storms out. So they have a really awkward drive home together. And when David drops her off, he says that he thought she was the real thing with all like the black and the boots and everything. But now he realizes she was only doing it to impress a boy. Oh, and she's David. like. She tries to protest and be like, no, I'm not. And then he hits her with the, I thought you weren't like other girls. Oh, shit. So Sam's next top 10 list is fun facts about Dolly Madison, which really don't matter. Um, The number one is that Dolly Madison was not attractive. Okay. So moving on. I'm sure her husband found her attractive. Maybe. (laughs) So this week is the week of Thanksgiving, so Sam doesn't see David at art class, but instead starts looking over all the contest submissions. Her favorite is by this girl Maria in San Diego, which depicts people climbing under a fence um, in her backyard being chased like by border agents. Nobody else likes it because it's really controversial and they want her to pick a more wholesome image. Like there's this painting of a lighthouse from this girl in Maine and I'm like, most people can't see a lighthouse from their window, but it's fine. She lives on a boat. <laughs> she might. There are some houseboats. <laughs> in Coldwater, Maine? Um, no, I think it was um Little Deer Isle, which I didn't bother to look up. It's probably somewhere like up the coast. She finally sees Jack's submission. Finally. And it's a bunch of teens standing around a 7-Eleven parking lot with cigarette butts on the ground and broken beer bottles all around them. And she's like, it's a really cool painting. Like, it's really well done. But she knows that's not what Jack sees out his window. This is a, this is a Green Day song. <laughs> Jack, as mentioned previously, lives in like a really nice neighborhood, which is nowhere near a 7-Eleven. Yeah. So she's like, I can't let him win because this is a fucking lie. Like... I know what his backyard looks like, and it's not a 7-Eleven parking lot. Were they supposed to, like... But, I mean, does that girl actually see kids climbing under a fence from her... I think Um, this was a, like... I took this to be not not literal. Well, just wait. Because, spoilers, yes, that is the view from her window. Oh, did she go to San Diego? No, but there's, like, a, a news thing. So... She goes home and she talks to Rebecca and Rebecca's like, you see, but you can't really see. Like, you can see eggs and gourds and things that you draw, but, like, you can't see anything else. A.K.A., like, how she thinks she likes Jack, but she actually likes David. She's, like, trying to have a philosophical moment with her little sister here. Or rather, her sister is trying to convince her. Yeah. That weekend after Thanksgiving is the Festival of the Child or whatever, and so she has the to go... The Festival of the Child? <laughs> There's, like, I forgot the name. What? Is this the UN thing? No, this is something separate at the White a House. church thing? No, it's at the White House. I... The what child? The Festival of the Child. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what is it called? Jesus? Um, here we go. What is it? What is it called? International Festival of the Child. Oh. 
Just about children. I don't oh, know. Okay. So she has to go to that because she's like the teen ambassador or whatever. And she's really disappointed because they have a classical trio playing music and not Alien Ant Farm. <laughs> oh, not Alien Ant Farm? <laughs> I'm also just generally curious about the composition of this trio because they mentioned that there's a pianist and a cellist. And I'm like, that's not any traditional trio. So one's the accordion. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> anyway, so Sam actually gets into an argument with the president about Maria's painting because she's like, it's the best one. But he's like, it's new, too controversial. Pick something nice like that lighthouse painting. And she's like really upset. And then she realizes that the teen ambassador position is just like straight up bullshit. She's like, she's just realizing. She's just realizing it. She's like, they don't have me working on any like teen issues or like doing anything real. They just she want me to, like, is Emma from Degrassi. Organize paintings and whatever. She runs into David and she's like, please, can you talk to your dad about like try to convince him to pick Maria's painting because it's the best one. And he's like, no. I'm not going to do that. He won't listen to me. They probably just want to pick a happy painting. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Just get over it. And Sam is so frustrated. She's like, Jack would try to fight for it. And he's like, what? And she's she tells him about how Jack once shot up the windows of his dad's medical practice with a BB gun to protest him using medicines that were tested on animals. And David's just like, are you a fucking idiot? <laughs> this man is a criminal. Yeah, he's like... That's such a stupid protest. Like, what is he protesting? Like, medicine saving lives? Like, what is he even talking about? Like, human trials are really dangerous, so they have to test on animals prior. Like, what are you fucking talking about? And he's like, maybe today's rebels are against making sick people better. And Sam is, like, in shock. Yeah, so she goes home, and she's surprised to see that Lucy's home on a Saturday night because she's always out with Jack, but she has to babysit Rebecca, who is having a sleepover with her friend and making... DNA strands out of Tinker Toys. Nice. And so Sam, like, tells her everything that's going on with David, minus all the parts regarding Jack, obviously. And Lucy's like, oh, honey, you're in love with him. And I just love when anytime someone's, like, realizing feelings, they're like, it's love. You're in love. You're already, like, you're in love. (laughs) Yeah, that's how it works. So faced with all this, like, new feeling, she's like, oh, my God, maybe I am in love with him. But, like, what about Jack? She goes to the kitchen. She makes a turkey sandwich with just turkey and mayo. Nothing else on this freaking sandwich. Okay. Just wanted you to know she doesn't have any vegetables on the sandwich. Because remember, she hates them. This is why she's going to (laughs) die. Yes. She doesn't eat food. And like while she's in there, she's thinking about Jack, who's actually at their house watching Wuthering Heights. (laughs) Um, Of course. Because he was supposed to read the book and do a book report, but he didn't. And he's now in danger of failing English class. Mm. So he's at their house watching it. And she starts to think about like, the medical practice protest. She's like, that's really dumb. And like, there was also that time he skinny dipped at the country club. Like, what was he protesting then? That was a protest? Apparently. Dude just wanted to get naked. Mm, Apparently. So Jack comes into the kitchen because it's commercial break. And he's like, oh, like, when am I going to New York? (laughs) And she's like, you didn't win. And he like, flips out he's like what the fuck do you mean i didn't win like why didn't you pick me like what is going on it's because it was too controversial right like that's why you didn't pick me and she's like no it's because like your painting wasn't real like you don't know anybody that you paint like you don't know anybody who lives but you the lives. See, i mean i don't think he should have won anyway like i think he any contest would have him be disqualified anyway but like she doesn't know anyone else's pictures were real like that lighthouse no i also am like this is a huge conflict of interest yeah. that she knows him personally exactly like he would not be allowed to to qualify yeah, exactly so but he is just like freaking the fuck out like yelling and then lucy runs over and she makes him leave and then sam is at that point she's like oh my god i am in love with david 
left. <laughs> That's how she realizes. Yeah. So n- now is the top 10 list of reasons why she's going to die young. Okay. Um, number 10, like I said earlier, is she's left-handed. Yes, I can confirm. Number two, well, I, I only picked five because yeah. I didn't care about the rest. But number two is she's short. So that's another thing you have to <laughs> That also will kill me. She has no religion because her parents are, quote, selfish agnostics. <laughs> uh, she's a dog owner instead of a cat owner because apparently cat owners live longer. So ugh, thank God for Cheeto. <laughs> and number one, her heart is broken. Mm, what you say and you dream with a so face of this crisis she does what any rational person wants and shows up unannounced to susan boone's house with- <laughs> of course i don't know how she got her address she lives at the art studio no she doesn't oh she just shows up at her house and she commissioned a few loaves of bread from bread lady to bring over because it's rude to come to someone's house without a gift yeah Susan opens the door in a fancy negligee, parentheses, for an old lady. Okay. I just, like, I'm creepy glad I know say. that. And she's like, oh, Sam, what are you doing here? But she lets her inside, and her house smells really strong of turpentine, which is bizarre to me because Susan has a studio, so why is she painting at her house? I don't know. Anyway, they talk. Susan gives her some advice about how, like, she listens instead of, like, she hears people, but she doesn't actually listen to what they're saying. Yeah. And Sam has an epiphany about, like, oh, like, I have the right to free speech. That just happens for some reason following that discussion. She gets to meet Susan's much younger biker boyfriend. Okay. And then she leaves. Okay. And so now knowing that she has the right to free speech, she calls a reporter to do an interview, like a segment, about the whole painting situation. And the White House press secretary is like, you can't film in our office. And the reporter is like, the White House is technically public property. That's so not how this works. We can, you you have to, like, technically you're allowed to let us inside. I'm like, that's not at all no. how this works. I'm like, no. You, no one can just walk in. Let me in. Especially a member of the press. Let me like, in. Oh, yeah, this is paid for by tax dollars. You can just enter. <laughs> like, it's, that's not how any of that works. I think that they should have taken that method with storming Area 51. This press secretary needs to get fired because he just, like, let her in. <laughs> They film Maria's painting, and Sam tells them, like, the president won't let me choose it because it's too controversial. And then they, like, film some other stuff about, like, her and at her house and whatever. And then after they're done filming and she goes home, Sam gets a call from the president who's like, who said that that you couldn't pick that painting? It's totally fun. Oh, I wonder. That's my favorite painting, too. President. And, like, next time you have an issue, come to me first instead of going to the press. Wow. Power moves only. Even though she was like, I did go to you first. Power moves only. (laughs) So later that week, she gets the cast removed, finally, um, which she had painted with like a whole patriotic motif oh nice. and um she donates it to the smithsonian and they want it no yeah no they, the smithsonian takes her dirty cat absolutely not <laughs> and then lucy announces that she and jack broke up which is like really a relief for her parents he's not a terrorist and sam is so shocked she's like why'd you do it and lucy's like because he was mean to you. And she's like, you didn't have to do that for me. She's like, no, no one's going to be mean to my little sister. Um, Because he's psychotic. Yeah, he's fucking crazy. Um, and she's already moved on to a new guy who's geeky. And apparently Sam and David being an item like made dating nerdy guys cool. Oh, uh-huh. Because everybody, there's this guy named like Rod Muckenfuss. In this <laughs> <book>. <laughs> oh. 
He gets mentioned at the end, and I just need to share that his name was Muckenfuss. Oh, no. So, yeah, she goes back to art class, and Dave is there wearing a No Doubt t-shirt. They start passing notes, where Dave's like, hey, are we friends? And she's like, no, I want to be more than friends. And he's like, what about Jack? And she's like, Jack who? And then he sends her a heart, which obviously means that he loves her. Wow. So, the next week is her award ceremony, where she gets a Presidential Medal of Valor. And she's really excited. She's wearing, um, she's not wearing black. She's over wearing black because you know what? When you're in love, you don't want to wear black anymore. So she's wearing a blue suit to this award ceremony. And um, she gets the award. David kisses her on the cheek in front of the cameras, but like scandalous. They've been kissing all week and not just on the cheek. And um, apparently kissing is really cool. And <laughs> it is not. <laughs> That's what she says. It is not. <laughs> and then he's like, come, like, follow me. He brings her back to that windowsill with where their names are carved. And he had a little plus. So it now says David plus Sam. And they broke up a week later. And then um, the book ends with her final top 10, which is reasons why she's glad she's not Gwen Stefani, which obviously the number one reason, because then I wouldn't be me. Wow. So, um, yeah, that was All American Girl by uh, Meg Cabot. I have a theory. Do tell. So, they're so obsessed with making sure no one thinks she's a witch or like a Satanist. Yes. There's a talking crow. Mm hmm. This, in this world, it's, um,. I forget the the genre name, but when it's basically like, it's like a fantasy world, but like magic realism. Magic realism, yes, this is magic realism. Uh-huh. Uh, so witches are like a real thing, and that crow is like the art teacher's familiar, and mm. that's my theory. That's I like what, that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, so yeah, any like clarifying questions or um, comments? I hate ninety percent of these characters. I hate them all, and like I was genuinely obsessed with this. So like I said, I read the sequel, which I'm probably not going to read. The whole thing is just like her. A big misunderstanding between her and David, where she thinks that he wants to have sex, but she doesn't really think she's ready yet, and. That's the whole crisis throughout the whole book until the very end when she's, like, ready to do it and they're at Camp David together. Is that what he's named after? Well, I'm pretty sure Camp David existed before his death. Maybe. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. He's like, he's named after, like, he, this guy was like, I'm going to be the president Manifesting it. <laughs> Manifesting it. Um, so she's, like, waiting for Witchcraft. David to, to show up, and he doesn't. She's like, I thought you wanted to have sex. And he's oh, like, no. no, why would you think that? And she's like, oh, well, because I did, and then they do, and then it's fine. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, not... Not really a toxic relationship. We got that going between David and Sam. No, but she definitely had a toxic crush. Yes, but... But the relationship that they end up in is not toxic. Which is better. It's just really cringy. Yeah. Wow. I I don't think they're going to last. And Well, they last at least one year. Mm. Not more than that. But, I mean, that's like the rules of YA is like if you get into a relationship in a YA book... It's either going to turn into, like, a crazy mess or you're going to be together forever. Yeah, but it shouldn't. No. I have the same problem when it's, like, the end of a show and they do, like, an epilogue and everyone is still together with whoever they were dating, like, in high school. Like, do you people just not have lives? (laughs) 
like Harry Potter comes to mind. I'm like, really? Nobody like explored outside this friend group? No, they went through so much trauma together. They were st- <laughs> stuck together forever. Or, like same thing with like any like anime where there's like, oh, like they never dated anybody. Or even when they're not even in a relationship, it's just like I mean the Maid Sama epilogue. Okay, there are some things where I like them. But, <laughs> but it's a, everything. All of it. So um yeah. Wow, what a trip. This is why exciting. a book? Why Why was this a book? I'm going to call it McCabot. To just name drop bands, and I realized this whole time we were talking about No Doubt, I was thinking of the Cranberries. <laughs> why? We're talking about Gwen Stefani. Yeah, but I thought that they sing Zombie, but that's the Cranberries. Oh. I thought they were the same band in my mind. Well, they're not. They're not. No. So that's what I took from this. Yeah, this is just all. And the, the other like <laughs> thing I didn't mention is there are some casual like ableist slurs thrown in. in not surprising. Here, this is, is 2002. Exactly. I'm like, wow, this is really, no one should read this book. <laughs> so, yeah. What a time. That's the end. Wow. We'll have something fun next week. Maybe vampires. Maybe, vampires. maybe more fallen angels. Maybe fallen angel vampires. That's Ooh, an option. That is an option. That's an option. That's an option. <laughs> wow. I forgot that was an option until this week when I was trying to pick a book. Fallen angel vamp. Like they are angels who become vampires. It's like one of those things where they're trying to add to the. I don't want to get too much spoiler, but they're trying to like. They're like, oh, everyone does vampires. People know fallen angels. What if it's just like kind of hybrid creature? Well, I really look forward to it. Yes, that's an option. Um, yep, we'll find out. It's well, probably yeah, going to be, be fallen angel vampires. I love that. Well, we'll uh, see you next time to discover why that's a book. Have yet to determine why this one is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Wow. What a-